Hello, my friends. Welcome. My name is Joe. This is The Joe Martino Show, and I am excited to talk to you about something today that was shared with me probably about four months ago, and it has literally caused me to something. okay, that's a, maybe one of the best questions I've ever heard. What are you committed to? Not what are you capable of? Let's kick it off. This is The Joe Martino Show. You're listening to The Joe Martino Show, a podcast dealing with all things emotional, relational, and human nature. Joe is a licensed counselor in the state of Michigan, specializing in relationship therapy. He is also the author of the book, The Emotionally Secure Couple. All advice offered in this episode is offered for entertainment and educational purposes only. Enjoy the show. All right, so let's take some time and let's talk about the upcoming year. I want you to think about your year I want, and I want to kind of talk about something that I have been pondering with you. I have been uh, gotten quite a few emails about Facebook, the vaccines, the politics, and people are asking questions about like, hey, uh, you, you know, this thing's going on. What do I do? And I, some of them I haven't quite decided how I'm going to answer. So we're going to skip all the emails today, and we're going to talk about something completely different. It has nothing to do with any of those. It has to do with you and the upcoming year, you and the next month, you and the next five years. And so while this is kind of tied to the beginning of the year, it's also something that at any point we should be able to come back to, take a listen, and then move forward with whatever decisions we're making. So I want you to take some time, and and I know from the feedback that I get that a lot of people tend to listen to this while they're uh, driving or while they're, uh, you know, running or, or doing that type of thing. But I want I want you to take a few minutes and I want you to brainstorm about what you'd like 12 months from now to look like. One year. What do you want it to look like? And then I'd like you to work your way back. What do you want six months to look like? What do you want 30 days from now to look like? What's something in your life that if you could, if, if, if you could do it and you knew you could do it or, or it didn't matter if you failed at it, what would you do? What would you try? Would you investigate going back to school? Would you enlist uh, in a class? Would you take an art class? Would you try to sell an app? What would you do over the next 30 month, thirty days, six months, one year, and then go out five years? What would that look like? And, and I recently heard somebody say, you know, I don't, I don't plan too far in advance. I don't try to dream too much too far in advance because I don't want to experience the disappointment of having the dream and then it goes away, which I kind of get, but I kind of don't get. So you're going to have to kind of stay with me here because one of the things that I want you to think about is what do you want the future to look like? And then I want to ask you another question. And if you're an adult, uh, as in like, you know, probably 20, 19, 18 or above, I want you to think about what are something that you've thought you would do or something that has been on your heart, on your mind, on your soul, that you would like to see change, that you've you've talked about for for a long time maybe, about how you'd like to see it change, something in your life, something in the world. What is that thing? What is the thing that is running in your heart, in your mind, that over the years you're like, man, that would be great to change? Okay, so we've got two things so far. What do you want 30 days to look like, six months, one year, five years? What's something as you look in the past that you've wanted to change, but you've never actually leaned into to change, or maybe you have tried to change it and it's, it's, it's failed. It didn't work. And then what is something that younger you, and you get to pick the younger you, would be shocked that you haven't done yet 
in with present you. So three things total. I want you to write them all down. And don't worry, we're not creating a vision board. Uh, I actually, I've been seeing them get a lot of grief on Facebook and social media. I actually think they're a really good idea. Uh, those and mood boards, you should look up mood boards. If you own a company or if you are a hiring person for your company, so you might not own it, but maybe you're the person that, that makes decisions on hiring, you should look up mood boards. Okay, so we have our three things written down. Now what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself, well, three categories. Hopefully there's more than three things. I want you to ask yourself, what are you committed to? Not what are you capable of, but what are you committed to? What are you committed to doing in 2021? What are you committed to doing in the next 30 days? What are you committed to doing in the next six months? What are you committed to doing in the next year? Like, uh, you know, I, I talk to people all the time about like, well, they tell me I want to be right. I'm like, okay, well, what have you committed to writing every day for 10 minutes for the next week? Do you have 70 minutes in your week that you could commit to writing total? Do you have uh, 70 minutes? So 10 minutes a day, seven days. I'm not very good at math, but I know that equals 70. Do you have 70 minutes to commit to walking? Do you have 70 minutes to commit to reading? Do you have 70 minutes to commit to whatever the, the thing is that you want to do? Whatever's on that list, you're like, oh man, this is something I would like to see done in 2021. This is something I'd like to see done in the next 30 days. Awesome. Can you commit 10, 10 minutes a day to it? Or if you look at the list, or maybe there's something you didn't put down on the list because you filtered it, even though nobody sees your list but you, and, and there is that thing in the back of your head, and we, we all tend to have these things in the back of our head that, oh man, that would be awesome to do, but I'm not committed to it. My wife and I are talking about businesses, and as you know, we, we are big supporters of entrepreneurs. We believe in small businesses. We run uh, a couple small businesses, and we believe in people starting businesses. We think that's one of the best things for our, our economy, for our country, and for people. But one of the things, I'm just going to be real here, one of the things that annoys me is people who try to pick uh, the things that like, well, I, I, you know, I tried a business and it didn't work. Oh, really? How long did you try? Well, six months. You didn't try. No, I did. No, you didn't. You weren't committed to it because almost all research says that businesses take three to five years to kick off. Well, yeah, but I tried for six months. Yep. My kids wanted a new dog. And so I told them, I was like, hey, if you do all your chores without me having to tell you for 30 days straight, we'll consider a new dog. I wasn't worried one bit because they did it for two days. And they said, well, we did it for two days. Yep. But that, that is an actually commitment. And so the whole point of today's show is I want to ask you, what are you committed to? Not what are you capable of? The world is full of people sitting on the sidelines doing nothing that matters who are incredibly capable of amazing things because they're not committed. And listen, I'm not a pie in the sky kind of guy thinking, oh, hey, if you, if you want to be an astronaut and you're 46 years old, you can be an astronaut. You probably can't. You have to have a certain background. At some point, one of the hard truths for us to face is at some point, life's decisions lead us on a path and they limit other possibilities. But on almost all things that directly relate to your body, that relate to something you can create, that relate to uh, 
your your being, you can make changes at any time if you're committed. And so the business thing, like one of the things we talk about a lot, you know, my, we being my wife and I is, you know, look, I, I'm actually, I, I don't know if you know this or not, but I am a, I'm not even sure what I'm called, a representative for an essential oils company. So if you drop a 50 pound thing on your foot and break your toe, I have an oil for that. That's a joke. I like to joke about it. But I do believe there are certain things that the oils help. And I have learned that there are certain supplements that I enjoy from them that really help me kind of stay healthy and moving, keep my brain clear. And so I'm a, a representative or I don't even know what I'm called. All right. But here's the thing. When people tell me, oh, I run my own business, I find in those, in those types of, I'm willing to admit that's a multi-level marketing thing. Uh, I, I'm willing to admit that most of the time they don't. I live in West Michigan where Amway was birthed, founded, and grown. And most people who do that aren't actually business people. What they did was they picked the thing that they thought would require the least amount of effort. Well, Joe, isn't that smart? Maybe if you're committed to putting in enough effort. And so there are people that do multi-level marketing things. There's a guy in the town where I grew up who he transformed his life through Amway. Uh, he was like a triple diamond shining star in Dracula's universe. Uh, level. I, I don't even know what that is. I, I made that up right here on the fly. All right. So, so don't get too hung up on like, Hey, the business thing. But the, my point is I want to know what people are committed to. I have people all the time coming to me like, Hey, I have a business idea. Awesome. Give me a business plan. Tell me what your business plan is. Show me your business plan. Give me a one sheet. Well, I don't even know what those are. Well, then you're not committed. Hey, I want to write a book. Awesome. Right. Well, yeah, but I don't have time. Then you're not committed because you'll make time for the things that are important to you. I was talking to somebody and his dad doesn't call him on holidays. And we were kind of talking it through. And he was like, you know, one of the things that's weird with my dad right now is I feel like he's playing a power game with me because I'll call him on the holidays and he can never answer when I call. But I know he talks to my siblings. And I asked him, I said, well, OK, do you want a healthy relationship with your dad? Yes then you have to find the kindest possible way to call that out. Well, that's going to be hard. Yep, that's why it requires commitment. I don't know if I can do that. No, 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 that's capability. And here's the thing I want you to get. Commitment creates capability. Commitment will always create capability. If you're committed to something, you'll find a way. History's too full of people who weren't capable, but they were committed and they became capable by learning. If you want to be a better parent, you can learn. You can find somebody to mentor you. You can read books. You can talk to other people. If you want to become a better spouse, you can learn. You can read books. You can get mentored. If you want to start a business, you can do it. You might have to save up. I once read a book about a guy who came here from another country and wanted to start his own business. He came here when he was 15. He started waiting, uh, uh, working in a place where he swept floors for like, I don't remember the exact number. It was some crazy small number. Of course, it was, you know, 40 years ago or 35 years ago. And he saved all of his money. There's a guy that I follow on social media who sold all, sold all of his stuff and moved out to 102 acres in the middle of West Virginia, and he's homesteading out there. And somebody commented, well, you must have been rich before you did this. And he literally just laid it out. He's like, no, I wasn't. He's like, I just stopped spending money. My wife and I talked about this. We wanted to do this. Now, they didn't have kids. I don't think they have kids currently. I don't know. Uh, 
So this is a little bit different. But he's like, our house was, he lived in Pennsylvania. Our house was set at 45 in the winter. And in the summer, we didn't run electricity so that our electricity bill was extraordinarily low. He's like, my truck was paid off and I just stopped putting money into it. The heater broke and I just didn't get it fixed uh, until we had enough money saved up. We had investments and when they would go up, we would save them. And he went through all the things that they did, how they ate. Now, look, you don't have to do that, right? They ate like ramen noodles for meals and they did all this stuff and they they turned their city dwelling house into a uh, basically every inch of their yard was a garden and they were working in that all the time. And you don't have to do all that. But but here's the thing, if, if you want to do what he needed to do, if you want to do what, uh, if you wanted to go from living in the city, the what he calls the rat race, and move out into the middle of nowhere and homestead kind of off the grid, that's what he needed to do. And he was committed enough to do it. There's a motivational speaker who I will not mention because I don't really like a lot of his stuff. Is that cancel culture? I hope not. But I'm not going to mention his name anyhow. If it is cancel culture, let me know. Email me if you think it's cancel culture. But I need to know why, not just that you think it. And one of the things that he did is he was doing a seminar. He was signing books and he said a kid walked up to him and said, hey, I want to do, I decided today watching you that I want to do what you do. And he looked at him and he said, well, are you willing to do what I did to get here? And that is, that's something you have to consider. What are you willing to do to get where you want to go? How committed are you? Commitment creates capabilities. I have people tell me all the time, oh, hey, I kind of want to do, like we would hire people. I remember one time we hired this one person and she said to us, she said to me, well, I want to do what you do. I want to I do what you and Erica do. I kind of want the way that you guys do it. No, you don't. Because I'm the first one in. My wife and I are talking about this. I get insulted when people talk about like, oh, it must be nice. Like I was the first one in the building for years and I'm still the last one to leave. Almost every night, whatever building I'm in, I'm the last one to leave. Are you willing to do that? Because that's commitment. I practice my counseling skills. When I talk to new counselors all the time, I tell them, they're like, how do I get good? I'm like, I'm telling you, practice, 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 practice. Be committed to the things that you don't want to do so you can become the person that you want to be so that you can have the skills that you want by doing the things that you don't want to do. What are you committed to? Not what are you capable of, what are you committed to? Because commitment creates capabilities. There are so many, I used to coach and I had some athletes that played for me that could have played in college and never did because they weren't committed to it. In fact, I would actually, if they were sitting here in my room right now and I was talking to them face to face and it came up and it was an appropriate uh, portion of the conversation, I'm not sure, I, I could give you a list of athletes who never actually reached their potential as high school players because they weren't committed to the work ethic that needed. I was watching an interview of Ronaldo who's a famous football player, the non-American kind, and they're talking about his son. And uh, he, he said, anytime anybody eats chocolate in my family, they all look at me. The man doesn't eat chocolate because the level of commitment that he believes is necessary to play at the level that he wants to play at. One of the things that I like to say to people is, you can be mediocre, you just can't be mediocre with me. I'm not interested in that. Not at least in, in, there's a bunch of things that I'm not interested in that, in, in, in being mediocre or in surrounding myself with mediocre people. One of the commitments that I have is, is I will become 
the sum total of the amount of, of the people that I allow to influence my life. So I'm very picky about who I allow to influence my life. I don't let people who are always whining and complaining have a lot of my time. I don't let people who are playing victims, are always talking about, oh, blah, blah, blah. I don't let them have a lot of my time because I'm committed to being better tomorrow than I was today. Not every day. There are days I wake up, blah, 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 and I'm that guy. But overall, the commitment to be better than I was yesterday, to make tw- January 2021 better than January 2020. I'm going to give you an example. Last year, I had a goal to write 15 days out of 30 in a journal. I hit that goal roughly, I got to look here real quick, so, so give me some grace if you would while I look, while we talk. I hit that goal one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven, eight. Oh, nine, ten. Oh, nope, nope. Now I'm back in 19. So wait, let me take those out. 10 is out, nine is out. I hit that goal eight times last year. So my goal this year is to write 16 times a month, 10 months. 10 out of 12 months, hit that goal. Now, I'd like to hit it 12 out of 12, but I'm making a commitment. I'm making it public right here. You can hear it. Check in with me if you want to be 10 times or 16 times a month, 10 times a year, 10 months out of the year. I'm committed to it. I'm committed to sponsoring kids of compassion. A a, a large number. I'm not even going to tell you the number, but in my head, I have this number that I've talked about with my wife. So it's not just in my head and we're committed to it. In fact, I just filled out a survey and they asked me, how important is your, you, you making you know money? I don't remember how they worded it, but how important is your contribution to compassion? And it's in the top two for us. I'm committed to it. But this isn't about me. This is about us and you. What are you committed to? What are you committed to this coming year? And, and here's the thing about commitments. You can't have too many of them. So one of the things that you have to do when you make a commitment, you have to realize you're going to cut things out. And so now hopefully you have some ideas about the things that you're committed to. You have some things about you're going to, you're going to lean into in the next 30 days, the next six months, the next 12 months, the next five years. Now you have a filter when anytime somebody says, Hey, let's go do this. Hey, have you considered doing this? You have a filter to say, okay, wait, does this help me do this? No, then I'm out. Nope. I'm out. Nope. Can't do it. Nope. Can't do it. Now you're living intentionally. I think intentionality is going to be my word for 2021. I don't ever pick it till about the end of January. I pick my word. And, and one of the things that you have to consider once you have commitments is what am I doing that is taking me away from my commitments? We tend to think about the things that we're doing that take us towards our commitments sometimes, but we tend to leave out the things that we're doing that take us away from our commitments. So what are you doing that takes you away from your commitments. Because your commitment will create capability. So if you want to do one of the things that I committed to a couple years ago is I was going to start doing more things around the house that involved like, you know, fixing yourself. Cause I'm not a very good D do, do it yourself. DIY guy. Or is it DIY? I think it's DIY. I'm just not, I don't have the knowledge. I didn't grow up doing that. There were things that I did but the thing was, is it wasn't actually that I didn't have the capability to do it. I didn't have the capability maybe to do it. I'm never going to put like a carpenter out of business. 
But I didn't have, I didn't want to run through the failure. It takes me longer. Oh, this went, I cut it wrong. I got to go recut it. And so I'm doing stuff. And it, it isn't, you know, there, there are mistakes that I'm making. But it comes down to what are you going to lean into? And then what are you going to get away from? What is your commitment? So maybe you have a friendship. We talked about this a couple weeks ago. And it has taken on a life of its own in the uh, feedback to me, which I enjoy. Uh, but maybe you have friendships that are taking you away from your commitments. And it's time for those friendships to go. Maybe you're doing good things that are keeping you from doing great things. Maybe there's a good thing that you're doing that is keeping you from actually doing the thing that you value as great. If that's the case, you're not committed to your great. I, I always laugh, you know, people, we talk about reading books and like, yo, I'd read if I had more time. Now, I want to be clear here. I make exceptions for parents with young kids. I, I make exceptions for parents with young kids, but not too much of an exception because almost everybody could read 10 minutes at night before they go to bed. Almost everyone could. But I will make an exception. When, when, when people with multiple young kids tell me, oh, I, I just don't have time right now. Okay. I accept that. There was a TV show where there was a character who used to say, I accept this. But for most people, it's not that you don't have time. It's that you don't make time because you lack the commitment to expanding your reading time. You lack the commitment. You have the capability. You just don't have the commitment. When I talk to counselors who are struggling to keep clients, what are you doing outside of the room, outside of the therapy room to improve your skills? Well, I went to school for a really long time. Nobody cares. What are you doing to get better? It's not that you don't have the capability. You don't have the commitment. Because capability without commitment is mediocrity at best. I'm going to say that again. Capability without commitment is mediocrity at best. Most counselors that you'll ever meet would have the ability to be average, but they don't put in the time. In fact, I'd say that's true of almost any profession. The difference between average and good is the good people put in time, usually minimal time. The great ones, whatever the profession is, the ones who are great at it, they're putting in more time than anyone else. Yeah, but Joe, they have more natural ability. Maybe, maybe. But they're also putting in more time. They're maximizing every drop of their ability. Oh, but that's so hard. Yes, that's why it's called commitment. That's why it's called commitment. I, I was talking to, somebody came in to me and they wanted to, they wanted to change their parenting. And it, I got to be honest with you, my kids are all still being uh, raised. My oldest is 18, my youngest is 8. Uh, you probably have never seen my office here in Lowell, but I'm actually surrounded by pictures of them. And I am terrified to talk about parenting in public. It's one of the reasons I've never... We've talked about writing a parenting book, but it terrifies me because I don't want to talk about it until they're adults. Uh, but it doesn't, it, it, whatever happens doesn't change the truth of what I'm about to say. This woman came in and she wanted to talk about her kids and she wanted to talk about how she could parent better. Her words, not mine. And I started talking to her and I was like, okay, so you need to stop doing this and start doing that. And she says to me, it's going to be really hard. I'm like, yeah. Are you committed to being a better parent or do you just want to be a better parent? Because if you're committed to it, this, this will help you. This will actually change what you're looking to change. I think about, about colleagues that I know, one in particular who, who actually works for me, 
who I, I've known since internship to present day professional counselor. The growth has been a direct result of that individual's commitment. Commitment. Commitment supersedes capabilities and creates capabilities. Capability without without commitment will it'll just it'll it will literally just sink you. You will lose. Even when we start looking at people who have just literally changed the the scope of something in the world. They were committed. I don't care if we're talking about someone who lived 500 years ago, somebody who lived 100 years ago, somebody who lived in our lifetime who changed the way our life runs. And you're like, oh, they were brilliant. Like there are some people that I really respect as they were brilliant. They were terrible. Some of them were terrible people and we've got to accept that as far as how they treated people individually. But they were also brilliant. Yes, I agree. But more importantly than being brilliant, they were committed. I was talking to somebody just the other day and I said, you know, the thing that drives me is we only get so many spins around around the sun. We can only go around the sun on this earth so many times and our days are done. We're all going to die. I'm going to die and, and I'm about to reach, I'm, I'm about three years away from a milestone birthday uh, that has really caused me to something. I mean, I mean, I've probably been chewing on this for 10 years. The idea of I'm going to die. What, what's the legacy I'm going to leave? And, and I want to be committed to significant living. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have fun. That doesn't mean that I don't read. Like right now, I'm reading a book at night before I go to bed. It's dumb. It, it's a silly fictional book. But it's fun to read and I enjoy it and it's relaxing. I play video games. They're not going to leave a legacy. But they do allow me to relax so that when I go lean into the significant things that I'm doing, the things that require a lot of energy, I have it. I spend a lot of time with my family. We go camping, we travel, uh, we play board games. These are important things because those are the things that I'm committed to. So I want you to look at your sheet. What are the things in that sheet that you're committed to? Pick one thing. Well, Joe, it's hard and it scares me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, but my spouse won't be on board. Okay, find out what you need to do to get them on board. I want to go start my own business, but my spouse isn't on board. Okay. Find out if there's a way that you can start your business, keep your job, and your and your spouse is okay. What are you committed to? That's all that matters. Honestly, it's... If, if, if we start with capabilities, we're done. Now, what are you committed to? There are some things, you know, look, we just don't have the capabilities. I'm not going to play in the NBA. There's only so many slots and they won't recognize my talent. No, I'm kidding. But see, that's a great example of how when we rely on capability, we can we tend to reflect outward the responsibility for what did happen or what didn't happen. I talked about it last week. We tend to blame the world for the bad things that happened to us, but we never blame the world for the good things that happened to us. I'm not going to play in the NBA because I'm old and I don't have the talent and my knees don't work and my hands aren't big enough and I can't dunk and I can't play defense. I wouldn't make a high school team right now. That's the way it is. I have to accept that. I can be like, well, I'm committed to it. Yeah, but it's unlikely. Now, there are things that totally depend on my ability. I could. I'm not going to. I could run a marathon. I could if I'm committed to it. Because the thing is, like, I had a classmate one time who was going to run, not a marathon, it was a 25K. 
and she got hurt and she was done and she was never going to she was ne- not going to run the 25k again now here's the thing she couldn't run that 25k because of the injury but that injury because of that injury here's how she wrote it it robbed me of the desire or it exposed your lack of commitment and i know that's harsh but we have to be willing to talk to ourselves in brutally honest terms. Maybe it didn't rob you of anything. Maybe it just exposed your lack of commitment. Because here's the thing. It's okay if you're not committed to it. There are good things. There are even great things in this world that I'm not committed to. I'm not. The other day, somebody asked me if I wanted to do something. I was like, you know what? That sounds like a great idea, and I wish you the best of luck in doing it. But I don't know what I would take out of my current list of commitments in order to be committed to what what you're doing there. And so I'm going to have to gracefully and respectfully decline. It's a good thing. It's a great thing. I really hope the person succeeds. But they're going to succeed without me being a part of it because I don't know what I give up to get it done. So I want you to look at what are you committed to? What are you committed to? And then I want to ask yourself, what's the time you're going to give to it? So if it's writing and you're going to do the 10-minute thing, that's awesome. Do that for the next six months, 10 minutes a day, 180 days. Bet you get some writing done, and I bet you find that you have more time. You want to go walking? You need to get a little bit healthier? Awesome. Just do me a favor. Don't walk in the middle of the road. Uh, I, I, I love it when I see people walking. I'm annoyed when they're walking in the middle of the road, especially on roads that you can't always see over the next crest or the next hill. You want to save money? Great. Can you save five bucks a week? I don't have, I can't save any money. Can you save five bucks a week? Can you say, well, that'll only be, yeah, it won't be much, about 240 bucks a year, but it's a start. It's a start. And with commitment, when you start, you find that you keep going, that you add to, that things grow, that you find more resources, that you, you're, when you're committed, you find more resources. You find more people who are like-minded who want to help you. Almost anything that involves just you, if you haven't accomplished it, it's not because you don't have the capability. It's because to this point, you haven't committed to it. What are you committed to? All right. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'd love to hear from you. What are you committed to? Email me, uh, joe at joemartino.com. Let me know what you're committed to. What are you committing to for the next 12 months? And then when 12 months are up, write me back and tell me how it went. And we'll talk about what happens when I'm committed and it doesn't go the way I want it to. Uh, If you like this episode, please share with your friends. I am excited to let you know we are getting ready to relaunch our YouTube page. Uh, We have footage that has been made that's currently at the editor and they're editing it and doing all that stuff that they do. And then we're going to get it back and we're going to put it up later this month. We are also excited to announce that we have found a location in Florida for retreat style marriage conferences. Uh, there's, there's a property down there that we think is going to work well. Uh, and, and so we're excited about that. Obviously after the COVID restrictions come up, we are thinking about some sort of marriage conference intensive through zoom or something like that. If that is something that people would be interested in and we're still working on the men's mentoring program, the big holdup there right now, honestly, is the uh the covid situation and just figuring out how do we best get you know six or seven or eight guys together and everybody all of the rules around that and everyone's concerns can at least be addressed and we're we're still working on that Um, 
you know, just looking to see what the future holds regarding that. But we are committed to it, and we're going to see how it works out. All right, thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, please share with a friend. And hey, give us that rating in your podcast store. Until next time, change possible.